Welcome to the Build My Online Store podcast, where we discuss everything and anything about running an online store. If you like the podcast, sign up for the mailing list to get news and updates at buildmyonlinestore.com. And now, here's your host, Terry Lynn. Welcome to episode 65 of the Build My Online Store podcast. I'm your host, Terry, and this week I've got myself on the show. It'll be a solo episode, so I'm going to switch things up a little bit, uh, mainly one, because I'm kind of running out of interviews uh, in my inventory, and also the internet is so bad here in Bali that I can't really do anymore. So uh, I'm just going to switch things up a little bit and kind of add some thoughts uh, for myself. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about what I did before quitting my job and why I waited about a year and a half and a couple months before I left. And so I'll also talk about after leaving. It's been about three weeks now. So five paradigm shifts that happen after you quit your job. And so the blog post slash podcast to check out this week is the episode over at Foolish Adventure, uh, Harness the Power of the Social Media Machine with Rick Mullerty. And so Tim and Rick talk about a very top-down kind of strategic level view of how to view social media. And I've been avoiding kind of talking about this just because you get a lot of stuff that says, you know, the top 20 tips to market on Facebook or the six ways to use Twitter. And I just think those posts are not that much value add, but I think this episode that Tim goes into, they bring a very kind of top-down strategic strategic level, big picture view on just choosing the right platform and how you should approach it with the right mindset and how it applies to a business. So check it out. I'll link it up in the show notes. And so some news and updates. I got three more samples for Baller Leather made uh, this past couple of weeks. So I'll post a picture over at buildmyonlinestore.com slash 65. And so one thing I've been experimenting with is just trying to get new wallets designed because I think it's kind of weird to launch a store with only one product. And so I wanted to go with at least three to five. And so I've been experimenting with some different samples working with the supplier i recently visited them in late july and so it was very easy to just come up with new designs on the spot and so i'll talk about this more in the part three of the blog post too that should be coming out soon so for the store uh, i'll be using big commerce as my platform i originally used squarespace because i thought the front end looked really nice uh, i mean it does real, look really nice um, the themes they have they're all mobile responsive but what got me was that the back end lacked the third-party fulfillment kind of apps that that you see Shopify and BigCommerce have where you just install an add-on and then suddenly you have all these new functions that can really boost up your store. And so for me, I wanted to be able to eventually scale up to a fulfillment center and Squarespace just didn't have that function. And basically in the order system, they let you export a CSV file, like an Excel list of your customer orders. And I just didn't want to manually do that every day and then eventually not having an automated solution to scale that up. So I'll be using BigCommerce as my platform and I'll I'll post more details uh, about that when it's ready. And a shout out to Ryan Hamer over at BigCommerce, who's been my uh, kind of consultant slash customer service guy. So when you sign up to either Shopify or BigCommerce, I know they assign someone to help you uh, kind of to get you on board and ask answer any questions you might have, either technicals or just marketing strategies with your store. So big help and a shout out to Ryan. And if you want to check out BigCommerce, uh, make sure you check them out at BigCommerce.com. And thank you for taking the time to tune into this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, uh, you can let me know, Terry at Bill myonlinestore.com and so let's just get into this episode all 
Alright, thank you for joining me today for the first solo episode here at Build My Online Store. And today I'm going to talk about five paradigm shifts that happen once you quit your job. And so I got the idea for this podcast kind of a couple days ago when I was just reading some blogs and podcasts talking about when is it the right time to quit? Uh, should you quit right away? Should you save some money for a year? Should you hustle on the side before you quit? And so no one really talks about what happens right after you quit. And so I thought this would be a great opportunity to show kind of people that are still in the job. And, you know, if you're still working day to day, driving in the car, listening to this podcast, kind of just to give you an idea of what to expect uh, after you leave. And so as you may know, I just left my job about three weeks ago. I used to work at a investment bank on a trading floor where kind of we helped a lot of the big mutual funds and government funds advise on kind of what stocks to buy uh, here in the Asia Pacific market. And so one thing I realized was that in my situation, I was paid pretty well in the sense that I could save about half or more of my paycheck after expenses. And I think one of the big things that I'll mention later is financial control, right? You want to not have any debt if possible. You don't want to owe people money. Uh, just because it ties down your freedom to do what you want and it changes your obligations and responsibilities. And so because of that, I timed my resignation probably from the point I started out, I knew I wanted to leave to actual leaving was probably about a year and a half. So I think you don't really see that time gap with a lot of people that start online. I think I was reading a blog by Caleb Wojcik. Uh, he was saying guys like Pat Flynn, I think Corbett Barr, they all saved that money for over a year and a half and they had some emergency fund that really let them leave the job and kind of go online. And so basically, Basically, the moral of the lesson is that you want your financial stuff all together before you make the sleep. Otherwise, there's distractions. You always have about worrying about paying rent, you know, where your next meal is going to come from. And it can really distract you from the main focus on where you should be. And so uh, for me, I saved up money for about a year and a half while I was building this podcast on the side. And so uh, basically, I would go home Monday, Friday, and then on Saturdays and Sundays, I would interview my guests, I would do the editing, and I would do the posting. And so now, finally, over about a year and a half, uh, here we are on episode 65. I left my job and finally will be working on this full time and along with building uh, my own online store. And I think it's important to remember that while the event is leaving your job, it's the process of building this over and over and having this audience, having you guys listen to me and supporting me, knowing that, hey, I am building something valuable here that can eventually be turned into a business that finally gave me the confidence to say, okay, you know, I can start saving money and I can just make this leap uh, full time. All right, so let's get into the five paradigm shifts that happen when you quit your job. Uh, number one is definitely time management. Uh, one thing you'll realize once you leave the typical nine to five or whatever uh, hour structure you have is that suddenly you're in control of all your time from the moment you wake up uh, to the blogs you read, to the podcast you read, how much time you want to spend on Facebook, Twitter, all this stuff is really no one's telling you when you can do it or when should you stop. And because when you're at a job like me, when I was working 12 hours a day, I would go home around seven or eight and basically I'd only have three hours, four hours to do work. Uh, before I had to go to sleep. And so once the nine to five paradigm is out of you, suddenly you have to be much more proactive in managing your time. And so kind of just within our private forums, uh, mastermind group I'm part of, Dynamite Circle, a lot of us talk about Pomodoro techniques, time management, uh, you know, not checking email first thing in the morning just because your brain only has so much glucose it can use to make decisions during the day. And even if you remember Steve Jobs, how he would just wear the turtleneck and the jeans and the white sneakers because it would remove the amount of decisions he needs to make in one day. And so what it boils down to, I realize, is that it's having the discipline to proactively manage time and to 
be able to say no to certain things that will detract you from the goals that you're trying to achieve. Because a lot of people will say, hey, you know, now that you don't have a job anymore, let's just go play poker or let's just go for a beer. But you need to be able to say no because what you say no to, you only have 24 hours a day and how you allocate that time, it's these little trajectories that add up to building an asset three, five, 10 years down the road. And really it's your life. So you wanna be careful with what you say yes to and more importantly, uh, what you say no to also. And the second point here is health and body. And one thing you realize that the entrepreneurs I talk to uh, that are kind of in the dynamite circle, they're all very health-based in terms of they're looking into paleo diets, they're really into working out. And because I realize that once you leave the job and someone's not paying you the money to be there anymore, really you are responsible for your business and what you put into your business depends on how awake you are, how much you can focus, uh, you know, and it really boils down to what you eat, what you put into your body because if you're eating junk food all day, you know, Doritos chips, drinking beer, you know, just eating fried food all day, you know, your energy levels and your focus and even your body weight, all this stuff has an effect on you and ultimately on the output of your business too. So basically, you know, having the discipline not just to manage your time, but also managing your health is super important too. All right, and number three I want to talk about is finances and management. And so, like I said before, when no one is paying you to be there anymore, everything is under your control. And that's kind of what we all shoot for as entrepreneurs, right? It's to have the time, income, and mobility freedom to do what we want when we want and to have a build a life that uh, we enjoy living in. And so when your expenses are all in your hand, your income is in your hand, it's really important to not spend on things that aren't important too. And so I heard uh, our good friend Andrew Darian over at the Awesome Clarity Podcast. I'll link up to this episode later. You know, he was saying how when he was looking to quit, you know, he sold his nice car for an old beater that was maybe only two, $3,000. And you know, he was embarrassed to drive this to work and to take his girlfriend around. And so you realize that, okay, if you're going to bootstrap something, you really need to cut your expenses. Though. And so in my example, I cut out my cable TV. I stopped seeing friends unless they were also entrepreneurs. I literally stopped eating out. I would cook everything on my own and I would look for the cheapest thing to eat uh, during lunch and that's how I was able to save literally 50-60% of my paycheck every month too. And like Dan Andrews said over at Tropical MBA, personal finance is the ground zero of entrepreneurship and do you really want to be driving a $40,000 you know Lexus or SUV that owe three to five years of money on when you can be using that you know downgrade for something three to five k maybe even two k or, or less just to bootstrap your business because the payoff for that is definitely much greater than paying, you know, whatever two, three percent, five percent interest on a car loan too. And just the trajectory that it'll set you on will be much different too. And so number four is pushing your comfort zone. And so right after I quit my job, five, six days later, I uh, came here to Bali for one month uh, just to kind of reset my mind and also push my comfort level to a different area. Because one thing I realized was that if you leave your job, you stay around in the same area. It's very easy to get drawn into the same old routines. And the mindset for me, it was just easy to just mope around and do nothing and not focus on, you know, taking either this to the next level or building out my uh, leather accessory business. And so that's what I did. And so one thing I realized since coming here, you know, it's a new country, uh, never been here before, you know, a lot of new customs, even, you know, just getting around, finding a shopping mall, you know, to buy groceries is different, uh, renting a motorbike, having never ridden in my life, you know, riding around the roads here. And so they drive here on the left side, which makes things very difficult. And, and so the police here also pull people over a lot, especially if you're a foreigner, you don't look Balinese, uh, you don't look Indonesian. And so what happens is uh, you need to keep a separate wallet and you need to pay them 50,000 rupiah, which is about $5 US, uh, just to bribe them so they can let you go away. Otherwise, uh, you know, you need a license and all this stuff. And, you know, basically they're just trying to get money so 
where they can increase their income too. And so, you know, it's little things like these, having a rooster, you know, about 20 feet away from where I'm living, you know, chirping away at 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. And it's just little things like these that push you past your comfort zone. And I think that turn you into a better person and set you on a new trajectory then from being complacent in a job, doing the same thing day in, day out, and not really growing as a human being. And another thing about pushing yourself past your comfort zone is defining uh, who you are in terms of elevator pitch. So when I was still working, it was easy to say, hey, I work at blah, blah, blah company. Here's what I do. And whereas now, you know, when I first got here, there were four or five people that asked me, hey, what do you do? And I said, hey, uh, I host an internet show or, you know, I run a website or I have an online store. It's very odd to get these weird looks. I like, oh, so what is that? And how does that make money? And kind of it was really difficult to figure that out, too. And that's also part of the comfort zone because you need to redefine your whole life and what you're doing uh, once you leave the job, too, because you're no longer bound by a title, by a company, by a salary or by an industry, too, because everything is in your hands. And number five is the environment you're in. So uh, I think the personal speaker or motivational speaker, Jim Rohn, once said, uh, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And so I knew that being in my old job uh, where I was around a lot of uh, people in finance, it just wasn't the world I was in anymore. So I needed to reset, uh, meet some other fellow entrepreneurs in a different place. And so that's a big reason why I came here to Bali and Southeast Asia, just because it would help me reset my A, comfort zone, and also B, my mindset in terms of uh, being able to focus and, and just talking to people who are also doing similar things in the online world or just building a business uh, that they can have a life out of in the long term. And so the thing Jim Rohn said, I think it's called the law of averages, is a very powerful concept because it can work both ways too. When you surround yourself with people that are maybe, you know, drug addicts, uh, you know, not very motivated people who are really into the whole business, building something online, entrepreneurship, thing, it can really drag you down because, you know, they'll ask you out to do things that you don't want to do. And maybe not that it's out of a bad intention, but they just don't understand where you're coming from. And so it can get very lonely too when you're in that mindset. So that's one of the big reasons I moved out here just for a little bit. And on the counter side, it can work well for you too when you're hanging out with people that are two, three, five, ten years ahead of you, uh, just to learn from the mistakes they had, lessons they know, you know, meeting the contacts they know. And like I said earlier, it's these little trajectories or little, little events that add up to a different trajectory that you go on when you're down this path. And by far, I am just starting to, uh, much like you, whenever you quit your job. So this is kind of just what I see uh, where this is all going uh, from where I am right now. Right, so to recap about the five paradigm shifts that happen when you quit your job, there might be one or two more that I missed. Uh, maybe when you quit your job, you can tell me. Uh, that would be uh, great to catch up. So number one is time management. Uh, everything is under your control. You have to be proactive managing your time. Uh, two is health and body. Make sure what you put in is something that you want to, that it's healthy, because you are you know, the entrepreneur pushing the ship, driving this business. And so you want to make sure that you're eating healthy, you're exercising, and you're treating your body right. Number three is finances and management. Uh, don't spend stuff on necessary things and, you know, be willing to make sacrifices to make uh, your dream come true. Number four is pushing past your comfort zone. Uh, one of the big things I realized is that personal growth and entrepreneurship goes hand in hand. You always want to be learning new things, developing new skills, meeting new people, building new relationships. And it's doing things that make you uncomfortable, that make you into a better and stronger person. And so number five is being aware of the environment you're in. And like I said, because of the law of averages, you want to make sure you're hanging out with people who maybe are doing the same thing in terms of building a business, or at least they understand and have the right mindset that you're going for also too. So that's it for the five paradigm shifts 
shifts that happen when you quit your job. So maybe when you're on this path too, I missed out one or two, do let me know via the comments over at buildmyonlinestore.com. And so if you haven't joined the mailing list yet, do sign up. I have a free report on five tools for e-commerce entrepreneurs to grow their online store, including the tools that I'll use to build my own leather wallet store. So more info on that in the upcoming episodes. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to this episode and I'll see you guys next week. To get more information about running an online store, visit our website at buildmyonlinestore.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Build My Online Store podcast. 